our perspective of it is going to change. A new perspective. That's a shift yeah. in perspective you have. To the new perspective. That's my perspective. From there, your perspective will shift. Welcome to New Perspective. I am Sarah and this is the first podcast. Today I will be joined with one of my really good friends, like my favorite person ever, Sanjeev. Hello, hello. So he is a pretty successful trader. He's an entrepreneur. He made his own clothing line literally when he was in high school. He's very success-oriented and someone that I look up to more than anyone else. And I've learned so much from him and benefited so much from all of our conversations. Literally, all of our conversations could turn into a podcast. Like... (laughs) We can go on for hours on and just non-stop talking and just growing together. He has helped me grow and reflect and become the person that I wanted to become more than basically anyone else that I've ever talked to. And I say that full-heartedly. So I know that so many people can benefit from you and I know that at some point that will be like a life path that you go on like so many people can benefit from the messages that you have have Sanjeev and I'm really excited for people to be able to learn and heal from you. How long have we been friends? Three months. Three months. Three months. Three months. Yeah from June. Wow it feels Crazy. like it feels like years. I know. It feels so long. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. Um, I feel like see. we've gone through a lot of cycles together of growth, you know? Yeah, and already. That's, that's kind of what feels or makes it feel like it's been so long. Because yeah. before, you know, it would take a long time to change. But now it's like pretty rapid for the both of us. Like how fast we're both yeah. kind of going in our own paths and growing. So mm-hmm. I get it. I understand. Absolutely. And it's a pleasure. It's been really fun. Yeah, man. Definitely. I'm so excited. I mean, I feel like with most people, like, um, it takes longer for people to grow or just, like, um, develop new characteristics or ways of being. But with us, since we can kind of just, like, feed off each other, it can be faster than it feels like it's been a lot longer than it has absolutely Um, let's see okay this is the next thing so it's really just right in the name it's a new perspective it's a different way of looking at things and i think with each person that i interview we will be offered a new perspective and a new way of looking at things and we are in no way or i'm in no way saying this is the truth. This is how you should look at things. This is how it is. It's all just perspective and I'm just offering a new perspective to the listener and you can take it with a grain of salt or completely dive in. It's all up to you and that's what I love about it. I love 
hearing other people's ideas and points of view and perspectives on life and the world and that is what this podcast will be from each person that I talk to and I can do a whole podcast just talking about how what this podcast will be about and what types of content I will be making but overall we dive into a lot of self-growth topics a lot of healing maybe some philosophy spirituality um, self-development this podcast isn't really restricted to a specific thing we can kind of talk about anything and everything that is my intention for this podcast and again i can go on a whole thing but i hate long intros i'm probably gonna cut out so much like a lot of this is probably <laughs> not gonna get just the big things because i hate long intros and on most of the podcasts i will not be doing long intros at all but since this is the first one i want it to be a little bit longer just to better describe what it's going to be about so i hope that you can benefit from this podcast and can learn a lot from listening to this amazing incredible person so the first topic is perfectionism so we will get into it thank you so much for listening this is the new perspective perfectionism that's what you wanted to get into so we can start from there okay yes so i came to the realization today that i have a huge perfectionism problem i mean it's probably not huge but it's very apparent in my life and it's about like a lot of things like oh like oh this podcast art has to be absolutely perfect this painting has to be perfect i have to master this riff on the guitar and if i mess up one time or if my read isn't working on my saxophone i'm like oh all of a sudden i'm a bad player and everything else that i thought about myself goes out the window you know which is ridiculous and about like I'm, i love an organized room i need my room to look neat and good like a lot i get um more upset than i should right i mean i'm not yelling and punching the wall, but it's um i become too emotionally involved in it and need it to be um more perfect than that it really needs to be right and oh especially with maybe some body issues as well it's like oh 
like my body needs to be like really nice perfect to eat right and stuff like that and it can just travel to so many areas and i wasn't i was aware of it for a while but not fully aware not to the point where i'd actually considered doing something about it right and i just realized this is hindering me from a lot of things in my life and i'm just something i'm trying to work on right now and how i can get through it okay well one thing that me and you have conversed about before is intrinsic and extrinsic value right so being able to recognize like hey i'm sarah i have met really cool people right and cool people have really taken an interest into me i appreciate myself and when you start to build intrinsic value and intrinsic confidence for yourself you no longer need to place your confidence on extrinsic things like mastering a guitar or having things perfectly set right like for example your attributes attributes as a woman your personality and how you hold yourself the vision you have for yourself Aww, and yes, your confidence and ability to stay true to improving and growing that's you know what i mean it's super attractive like people find Thank that you. very attractive because not a lot of people are even willing to take that step and to face themselves right so i i believe that people let's say they overthink a lot of things in regards to the physical self and matching like the ideal but at the end of the day like we make up for those little minute details that majority of people don't even care about right and with other aspects of who we are as a being so nobody's honestly perfect it's just that we've built this frame of mind of what we believe is perfect and if we don't match it we don't think right. that we are perfect or we don't think that we're good and that's just crazy because somebody out there is thinking about who we are as individuals right now and they think it's perfect right and they, they visualize like having us as partners or having you as a partner and that's just how it is so it really depends like your environment and what you like is all kind of what shapes that mindset too so being able to recognize and become aware of like no like i'm placing my confidence in something extrinsic and how i base my ideals and what i believe is perfect is based off of where i was raised and what media i consumed growing up when you start to mm -hmm. recognize these things it's like okay like maybe there are things i need to improve on right like whether it's like you want to be fit or you want to get and look like a certain way okay then if you want to use that as motivation to get fit go ahead but you also have to realize like i can't go and play basketball and become like lebron james you know what i mean even if i put my full i'm not six foot whatever he is <laughs> and if i if i deem that as perfect then that'll be crazy because i'll be consistently hitting mm. myself over and over again for it mm. right 
So sometimes we have to take a step back and realize, like, what are we comparing ourselves to? Why are we comparing ourselves to them? And is it because we want to become like and embody those personality traits of that individual? Or is it because we believe somebody will like us now because we think that somebody else has that ideal in their head and you have to match that ideal, you know? So, yeah, just become aware of those things. Like at the end of the day, like I said, like there's no need to try to push to look a certain way, be a certain way. Of course, if you want to, for your own purposes of like being healthy, then sure, go ahead. But for the small things like guitar, like even just growing with somebody and seeing improvements like side by side together, that's like attractive. Like seeing somebody's growth is really cool. You know, like I, I as an individual appreciate that. You know what I mean? Like I don't expect mm-hmm. somebody to be perfect right off the bat, especially if they start learning something mm-hmm. right away. Like I know you're gonna make mistakes. I know you're gonna come up to me emotionally in pain and be like, Sanjeev, where do I work? Like, what can I do to improve? What can I grow? And what, like, what do I have to face? Thing, I'm not gonna judge you for mistakes you make in your everyday day to life, right? So there's no need to, like, as long as we have open minds and you're talking to somebody with an open mind, like, you don't have to be so worried about judgment you know we just have this mindset of like oh everybody's judging me but at the end of the day like even if somebody does judge you it's for what like a second two seconds and then the the thought will pass and they'll become distracted by something completely different so there's no need of letting that fear of judgment just take control of you right and shape Mm -hmm. who you believe you should be like not at all you so, miss out yeah, so much by doing that, by just um, letting other people's judgments dictate who you believe yourself to be. That's something that I used to struggle yeah. with a lot. I think I'm a lot better at it now. But I used to have the mentality of, oh, she thinks that I am this, so I am this. Oh, they think that I'm like this, so I'm like this. And no one really knows who you are except for you. Mm -hmm. Like, you're the one that's been with yourself 24-7 every single day your whole life. That girl or that guy, whoever, that has an opinion of you has only been with you probably such a short fraction of your life. Like, not maybe just like a few weeks, months. Sometimes it's even just like a random stranger, you know, that has no idea who you are. So it's, um, Mm -hmm. it sucks to waste all your time worrying about that. And I am trying to remember that, you know, that's my thing. It's like, there's some things that I know, but I can still get lost in the habit of, oh wait wait what is she thinking of me oh oh crap i just messed up oh Mm. my god everyone's like ah and it's you have to make um Mm -hmm. a habit of remembering and they talked about that a bit in the book and i really like that it was just saying it's just practice right practice remembering what you have already absolutely that's why we journal right you know that's why we journal that's why Mm. we reflect because at the end of the day, we have these little experiences so that we can add the learning lessons to our toolbox. 
so that we can, mm -hmm. as we embody our ideal self, we will now take that toolbox and apply the learning lessons to our day to day and act from that higher individual mm -hmm. and who we want to be. Yeah. And as you mentioned, like there's no point of giving away your emotions to somebody or an opinion of somebody that'll only be a part of your life for a fraction compared to the mm -hmm. relative amount of time you're going to be on this planet, right? So, mm -hmm. yeah, you have the power. It's all up to you. And we talk about it all the time. It's like, it's almost the same as a person that talks about the past all the time, right? Like the uh, the typical individuals we hear that are on in the yeah. bars talking about their high school days when they're like 40s or 50s. Mm. It's like, why? You know, like there's no no need to relive your past. Mm. Like you should be focused on the present that you're doing now. And instead of focusing on what you did, right, just focus on who you're mm. becoming. For example, Sarah, like I, I gym yeah. because I enjoy feeling healthy. I enjoy mm. what comes with me, what comes with working out. I enjoy knowing that I'm taking care mm. of myself. I enjoy that. Like I look at I look at having a good body as a byproduct, you know? I'm not striving to go to the gym to look a certain way, to impress mm. girls. You know, like that's not the goal. My goal is truly for me. And having that mentality allows for me, you know what I mean, the freedom. Like I don't have to worry or be concerned about certain things and I'm I'm happy about hitting achievements in the gym. Like I literally shared with you one of my accomplishments. You know what I mean? I and know. That, because that comes from me yeah. truly loving like working out and truly enjoying it instead of forcing myself to work out to look a certain way. It's enjoying mm -hmm. the gym because I enjoy how it makes me feel. Mm -hmm. Right? So it's like as you mentioned, a small shift in perspective that goes a really long way. Mm -hmm. Right? It's empathy for the person instead of fear or anger, mm -hmm. right? And that completely changes how the situation is handled. Now you can slow down. Now you enter a completely different mind space. Instead of feeling like you're being attacked, you now are open-minded and you're listening to what they're saying. Instead of maybe passing what they're talking about down and just not letting it enter into your mind at all. Sometimes it's important. Sometimes it's really important mm. to be aware of the learning lessons Definitely. of these specific interactions right so i like yeah. um and, what you just mm. said just being aware of okay uh learning and taking the learning lessons out of interactions you know um because you can learn a lot from that even the people that you don't mm necessarily like the most let's say you have a annoying or hard interaction with someone or some um mm. group of people i mean you can learn a lot based off of their response you know because a lot of the times we look at someone's response and we just criticize it we're just like oh my god they're so mean like i don't want to think mm -hmm. about that but you can think about okay look at how do they they responded i didn't enjoy that so i want to try my best to not respond in that way or look at how easily upset yeah. they got look at how easily they got so mad and started yelling look how much other people have power over them and over their emotions like i don't 
want to be that way you know and that's something that i've been trying to do more recently it's just like um not necessarily criticizing other people's reactions or mm-hmm. the way that they speak in a emotional setting but learning from it and acknowledging their blind spots mm-hmm. and saying oh wait do i do this is this something that i do too you know and sometimes it yeah. sometimes i do you know that's you can see and it's something that Absolutely. you can learn see that's just a sign of maturity and a sign of applying your knowledge right so mm-hmm. yeah you're taking the right steps forward and one thing that i really want to backtrack on that i had on my okay. mind was you were talking about the perfectionism when it comes to the podcast right. and the thing is sarah it's like nothing will be perfect like even if you try it to be try to make it perfect right now like in a few months you'll be like what on earth is this like what did i do you know what i mean and the people or the podcast that you deem is perfect it's like they did so much work and they learned so much and reflected and applied the learning lessons to the now point that they're at you know so it's a cycle just a pattern of trying learning applying they do over and over and over again so yeah absolutely that's what i wanted to mention and in regards to your room like there's no there's no nothing bad with having like a really nice space like i i like to reset my space before i sleep like where i work <laughs> where i sleep when i wake up like i enjoy going to a really nice bedroom when i go to sleep i enjoy coming to a really nice office in the morning when i want to work you know i don't want to see the clutter from the previous day because then it makes me think of the previous day I don't want that. I want to be in the now present moment and set myself up the best I can for present me. You know? So, yeah, I think it's important to kind of have standards like that for yourself. It's good. But of course, like you don't want to overextend it. Like you should be aware of how much you're trying to push towards it. Like <laughs> and I'm sure you're more than aware to apply that right like how much time you're yeah. using towards it or are you using it as a form of suppression because you don't want to deal with something right now so you're trying to waste time cleaning right. you know yeah so yeah there's a small little things like that okay. mm-hmm. absolutely right there's, that's all um, that i wanted to say okay thank you but there's there's a point where it's just like okay do you really have to make sure that little corner in the blanket is folded down you know what i mean like are you serious <laughs> does that have to be turned that yeah. certain way and that might just go into like a ocd type thing but um i was listening to mm-hmm. a video today on it because i was just like dang this is something i should work on let me listen to some videos where people touched on the subject and this one guy he said perfectionism mm-hmm. is a subtle form of procrastination oh so literally what we just talked about then yeah that's pretty interesting okay you spend yeah. so much time making something perfect that you don't actually follow through with it oh wow that right? is pretty incredible Damn. i mean it's mm-hmm. like wow. you're doing things right you're growing it but if it's 
too much to the point where it's so delayed, you know? It's like it could have been done earlier. It could have been fixed or put together earlier than it was. But you just had to make those little touch-ups that didn't really need to be there. Yeah, yeah. And that's the pitfall of perfectionism, right? Sometimes it's best to just keep moving forward and then learning from those actions that you took. And if you really want to go back to do something, you can, right? Mm -hmm. So it's a balance, right? It requires balance. And I think at the end of it, how much importance we place on something too. You'll get into that in the book. It talks about pedestals and everything. And it's very important to be aware of how much importance we're placing on something because it's like anything right like with the relationship i'm sure you've had those experiences where you've placed somebody on a pedestal and it's been very hard to like mm-hmm. create a relationship or like make them like you or anything of the sort right so i think it's and that can be applied to like a job or a situation or just anything like I think it's very important to question the importance as to why do we believe this certain thing or certain event is very important and when we become aware of it then we can learn to work with it instead of letting it kind of take control of us right and that can be manifested in the form of perfectionism you know so i mean yeah it's like your mind is controlling you Mm-hmm. You're not in control of. You're let you're letting some negative thought pattern and some old program dictate your life and your energy and take your power away. And so, yeah. and it just doesn't lead you to satisfaction or happiness, right? Because you become critical of everything. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'll have a really good moment. Yeah. Something that was really amazing that happened. But I'm just like, oh, but this little thing messed up. Oh my God, it could have been better. Like, shut up. Shut up. What are you doing? Appreciate. Appreciate. Just the good thing that happened. That was the biggest thing that made me come to the realization of I need to fix my perfectionism. And I, Mm, it's like, no matter what, nothing is good enough. And that Mm -hmm. is, I, I really dislike that phrase. And I hate it when people say that to me Something's and to good. know that I am doing do that mean? to myself is like I have the mentality that even something that went really well, oh, but it's not good enough. That's oh, like that perfectionist mind. Like, oh, it could be a little bit yeah. better. Yeah. Or this could have gone Depends in, on the situation, you know? right? Like sometimes and, with like in a really true, high true. elite level. Like the really small, minute details really matter, right? But when it comes to, let's say, our day-to-day or the experiences that we have, or when you hit a goal but you're like, damn, I could have done more. At the end of the day, like, just being appreciative for it is really important because you're now embracing what you've worked so hard towards, right? 
and you can be appreciative of it. Like I, I guess like everybody, to an extent, has that too. Like I remember in a relationship before. It's like it was getting near the end of the relationship. Like I just wasn't so deeply involved into it emotionally because I recognize like this isn't the person I truly want to be with. Like she's not growing with me. I would think of other individuals that like, or an individual in particular that I was like, wow, like I wish I could be with them, and I would literally like envision that person instead of like who I was with at the present moment, and it was so bad. It was really bad, and I was like, okay, like this、Damn. is not good.、Damn. And as soon as that started happening, like that's when I decided like this relationship is not meant for me. Like this isn't good, and that's when. I went and ended、right. the relationship, right? Because I'm not, I'm not with that person, like there、mm. in that moment. Like mentally, I'm on a whole different planet, you know. <laughs> so,、mm. yeah, and I think, yeah, I just wanted to relate in regards to a context that I had before that I applied it to. But no, absolutely, I think、mm-hmm. the importance of being appreciative and grateful for moments and just learning to. Quiet the mind,、yes. <laughs> the perfectionist's mind is important too. But it's、mm-hmm. it comes、oh. with practice, right? It comes with、practice. definitely, and、um, yeah, it's so important to quiet the mind. I that's something that I'm really working on now, just through like meditation and stuff like that. Is just being still sometimes. Not always rushing through things or thinking about、mm-hmm. um, the future or in the past. Just appreciating—I、uh, mean, it sounds cliche—but appreciating the little things that are going on right now. You know, like yesterday. Was it yesterday? I think it was yesterday.、Yeah. I was、Absolutely. on a walk. Right, it was a really nice walk, and I didn't have. Headphones or any book or anything playing. I was just like walking,、um, silently alone, and it was really nice.、Um, and I was just in that still headspace, and it's like wow, all of this beauty is just like around me. Like I never go outside and just appreciate.、Mm-hmm. I look at the trees. Oh, look how look at the weather. Like it feels so nice. I'm just like, damn! I'm kind of disconnected from a lot of life, and then it started to rain, and I was like, it was the first time in a really long time that I wasn't like upset that it was raining. I was like, oh wow, wait, I love the rain. It's so beautiful. It's actually、mm. nice walking in the rain.、Yeah. Like everybody hates it. It is.、That. It's one of my favorite things to do. Is literally、really? just walk in the rain, <laughs> and I I learned to appreciate it. When I started、yeah. going on walks more, like as that's just it. Like you learn to appreciate the little things. Like going on a walk without electronics is just naturally grounding. Like it's a meditation in itself. Like you are able to just be present and enjoy what's happening and be appreciative for how beautiful、mm-hmm. nature is and where you live and the environment. It's crazy. So that's literally one of my favorite activities is walking, because it's so the yeah, it's so beautiful, it's so beautiful, and that time you get to appreciate and be grateful for, for the things around you, it only just compounds and grows like as you do it more often. 
like you'll see things and you'll be like wow like for example there's this one tree stump okay that i found in the middle of the woods that produces this the most medically researched mushroom okay i don't i don't want to mispronounce like the name of it medically but the informal name of it is called turkey tail right because it looks like a turkey tail and it basically one of the most world-renowned mycologists basically a scientist who studies mushrooms his mother was had cancer breast cancer and he gave her this mushroom as a tea and edible consistently as dosages on a day-to-day basis and she was able to overcome it and then they did another study where they took a mass group of people who had similar circumstances and they were also able to get through and beat the cancer too just from this one mushroom yeah so i found this mushroom <laughs> basically happened. i need to try this mushroom <laughs> so i i like when there's an abundant amount i'll pick a few and i'll be grateful for what i just received you know i'll go home i'll dry it and i will have great tea you know so yeah that's one of the little things and i would have never researched or learned about like these Mm. types of things without going on walks and understanding and looking like hey what is this what is this wow and researching into it you know so i think walking yeah yeah walking is super important because you can find out so much more about nature and i love mushrooms now like i like genuinely there's so much health benefits to mushrooms and like i incorporate mushrooms now to my daily diet because the most amazing things walking literally all started from me going on walks so (laughs) you can learn so much from nature as well Mm -hmm. exactly so you can absolutely it's like geese or ducks after they get into a fight they will go and just flap their wings as hard as possible and we've always we've witnessed this all of us but sometimes we think it's like them just playing or they're like stretching or maybe they have water they're trying to get rid of but no it's like it's that's how they release energy like excess amount of energy from their bodies and it's their way of just expressing that energy and getting rid of it through their body so you know how me and you work on being able to like move energy through our body and get rid of it or just pass it through our body whether it's through breathing techniques or whatnot yeah like animals do that on a day-to-day basis another example is when an animal is being chased by a lion um I'm, i forget the particular i think it's called the i don't want to say the name incorrectly but the animals let's say in africa when they chase after by a lion or a a hyena they will before going back into the pack animals will after they get attacked or nearly die they'll go shake off and create a bunch of movement before they enter the pack so they don't bring that emotional trauma with them to the pack oh my god crazy so isn't that incredible and we as humans like (laughs) we don't do anything (laughs) like we'll we'll experience trauma or what we um want to label as pain and we'll just like hold on to it and <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> so 
yeah we're like completely backwards like and there's some people out mm. there that try to express you know what i mean emotion through physical activity don't get me wrong but it's so much more than that it's there's so they still haven't gotten acquainted with the emotion for lack of a better terms they haven't recognized the emotion they're trying to suppress it or express it in different ways but they're not actually dealing with it they only like one level or two levels into it instead of just acknowledging it questioning it and then letting it pass mm. you know yeah that's so. incredible how animals can feel themselves in ways that humans can you know we, we always think we're so um amazing and above the animals right and like they yeah. and they can figure out things certain things better than we can yeah, you know the way they handle situations and deal with trauma that's so sad saying a fucking what animal was it that you said did that it's i forget the name of it but if you search up like a common animal okay. that gets hunted by um it has like black horns and they're so okay. like they, they twirl up I, I think it starts with a C or oh, a P. Cantaloupe. Like cantaloupe? I think, cantaloupe it's, I think maybe, it's a cantaloupe. I don't know. I don't know the name of it. Is it cantaloupe? Yeah, but isn't cantaloupe like, a type of fruit? I swear. It I've is. Eaten it is. Okay. But I think. Oh, it's an antelope. It's a- Antelope. Yes. It's an antelope. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Antelope. Yes. Okay. Antelope. Like, it's so yeah. sad saying yes. an antelope. There you go can handle their traumas better than you can like oh god crazy huh but they do i would respect the hell out of an antelope i never thought i would say that Mm. (laughs) that's what i look for in people and that's fine the more you know pretty cool people so and damn i just found that interesting it's always stuck in my mind my little memory mm-hmm. storage because <laughs> i thought it was, i thought it was crazy cool i was like whoa i never <laughs> knew that this was yeah a thing and i looked more into it and it is so all animals yeah. to an extent have this crazy wow it's interesting noticing where humans lack in that emotional department like we are- mm-hmm. well we're not taught a bit we're not taught yeah. at all and i think it's like our, it's our that's the thing is like we've grown accustomed to depending on people places and things instead of you know what i mean going out and learning ourselves and that's the issue is now we're putting our right. own power into somebody else's hands right like people will blame other people first before kind of mm. looking at themselves and being like damn like am i doing this they don't question themselves like nobody does and we're all you mean susceptible to this instead of like mm. looking truly at ourselves and being introspective like we always try to put the blame elsewhere first right. so that should we yeah, should definitely absolutely. be taught that i mean that's what comes first like when you're a baby when you're a toddler you're not thinking what is 10 times 10 or something your first thing that you ever have to deal with is your emotional mind and 
that always can dictate a lot of the more logical things that mm-hmm. you do you know Absolutely. if people are in a very bad depressed state they're not going to have the motivation to do a lot of those harder tasks like working a job well or actually learning on a test or something like that you know that's always that dictates a lot of the outcome you know and it's stupid because it's like oh do your work why don't you do your homework or oh my god guys pay attention like listen and stop like shouting or whatever it's like if you dealt with that emotional aspect first you would kids would want to learn more and would learn more easily that's something that i have witnessed myself whenever i started to heal from a lot of my mental issues that i was dealing with that's when i grew so rapidly in so many areas i was like oh wait cool i want to learn about this i want to learn about that oh i want to play music i want to listen to podcasts it's like once i healed my emotional state Mm -hmm. that was when i actually was so excited to learn Mm -hmm. about pendulums right it's literally pendulums like you took your energy back and now because you took your energy back you have an excess amount of energy and therefore you are applying that excess amount of energy towards your growth right so yeah and there's so many more pendulums that we are not even aware of that are Mm. in control of us that we have to deal with right unconsciously to even consciously so yeah the ability to be a blank slate every day is Mm. really one of my biggest goals to be honest with you is just to enter every single day as a blank slate and to get to the point where every single moment is a blank slate like that would be crazy you know because now you have the ability to create your life from a moment to moment basis instead of a day-to-day basis like the most efficient people on this planet the reason why they're efficient is because they're super aware of what they just did and what they spend their time on. It's not that they're like, that's why they're so organized or they have people organize their lives because they have their time, you know what I mean? Consciously prepared and timed out. So it allows for them to be more efficient. And like it goes back to what we were saying in terms of we have to be more conscious, right, of what we're doing instead of getting mm. distracted by the distractions. Like, mm-hmm. you can show up, you can choose to show up as a present individual, or you can choose to show up for the sake of showing up. You know, like, who do you think at the end of the day is going to gain more? Of course, the person who's conscious, right? So, I really like that. I like hearing about the things that you want to work on or grow towards, the little goals that you're growing towards. Um, they always inspire me, like mm. starting each day with a blank slate, not thinking about the past of yesterday or yeah. tomorrow or later, just having a no. blank slate. I really like that. I think a lot of people, uh, yeah, I'll let you yeah. um, continue in a second. I was just going to say, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people when they wake up in the morning, I mean, I'm guilty of this. Like I start thinking about last night. 
immediately um like oh that thing oh sometimes it's nice like oh yeah do you remember what happened last night or mm. sometimes it's just negative like uh yesterday uh or tonight i have this meeting or this dinner i don't want to go to you know and it's already mm. like appreciate day in control of you it's taking control of you exactly yeah and that's why like getting your power back and being able to apply it on a moment by moment basis is beautiful you know because now you can choose like imagine that imagine like why do we place so much importance on the past yes of course it's so that we think that we can take the learning lessons and apply it or that it shapes us but at the end of the day like why do you want to define your future based off your past if you do that you're literally putting yourself in a box like you're now limiting yourself to i can only experience the things that i've experienced in the past and unconsciously we do this especially with goals and that's where that inferior inferiority complex is also rooted from is because not not only is it like we may not believe in ourselves like to get or to accomplish a certain thing it's because we look at the past to judge our, let's say, projection of the future. And if yeah. you do that, of course, you're going to not intend to accomplish great things, right? You're going to try to make the mm -hmm. bar really low so you can hopefully hit it. But if you do that, then why? It just doesn't make any sense. Like at the end of the day, you're just really limiting yourself, right? Yeah. Instead of truly growing yes that really re okay that just made me think of something that i realized today this is really random mm. and kind of funny but okay it's gonna sound random but it'll connect just stay with me i was at the dentist okay, okay? i had to get filler and okay. they put me on laughing gas right mm. So okay, yeah. I'm on laughing gas, right? Um, feeling a little woozy, right? And I, I was just really in the moment. I was just there, and I wasn't thinking about anything about yesterday or about later. I was very, very present, and. I realized, I had this little realization of, I don't have to be, like, this is a new moment. Like, this is not yesterday. This isn't the day before. Why am I still living in yesterday and living in the past as if it is right now? Right now is a new moment and it can be whatever I want it to be. It's literally a blank slate, but we don't see it as that. Like this can be anything. I don't have to be the same person that I was just a few seconds ago, have the same awareness, this hold the same emotion that I did just like five minutes ago. It can be whatever I want. It's a completely new moment. And I don't know why, but today, laying on that table with laughing at I just really realized that. And I was like, damn, I literally wrote it down in my notes. And 
I was like, wow, I need to incorporate this more into my life. Mm. Crazy, huh? Isn't it crazy that <laughs> the weirdest realizations will happen at like the strangest of times? The most unexpected <laughs> times, literally. <laughs> literally. That's how it is. It's crazy. That's why I really appreciate putting intention, like when I go to sleep, because my dreams will show me the way, literally, <laughs> of things that I think I should do, or it'll solve problems for me. And yeah, I just think it's really important to take control of understanding that we're always in a constant state of learning right like what we think is really good right now in this present moment and our state of being our perspective of it is going to change right like in six months when we talk our perspectives will yeah. be on a whole different playing field right if we continue the work if we're aware if yeah. we're intuitive if we're conscious right and if we grow into the person that we project ourselves to individually be, then of course, like the level of conversation, the level of awareness will be on a whole different chart. And the little things like, for example, you thinking about yesterday night yeah. will change. Like you probably won't even be phased by what happened the day before, yeah. you know? You'll be so just like, ah, like I'm present. I'm enjoying what's happening right now. And don't let, okay, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying you should go into the mindset of like, yeah, like I don't care what I'm going to do tonight. I'm going to go have party, do drugs, this, that, and the third, right? And use it, use like a <laughs> blank slate or tomorrow as like a way to excuse right. yourself for your current actions. By all means, no. Like that's definitely not the way. No. But and even even if you had that mindset, or you tried to influence yourself, like that that was something you wanted to do, your heart and your mind just wouldn't align. Like you would be like, there would just be something mm -hmm. off, and you would feel weird, and you'd be like, no, like this doesn't make sense, or your heart would tell you something else. Like at the end of the day, your heart is never going to fully say yes or commit to something. Your heart, though, will always let you know if something is wrong or just not right. You know, it's like, for mm -hmm. example, Sarah, like, um, let's just theoretically say, like, okay, if me and you were thinking about monetary ways to make a lot of money, like, right now, we could be like, oh, or somebody could be like, oh, let's go to, like, to a bank and rob a bank or just do other mischievous things that will never negatively impact society at the end of the day like a heart space isn't going to align our, our heart will be like no like what are you doing this is just the wrong thing to do although our minds will be like no like this makes sense this is the right thing to do quick money yada yada but at the end of the day like we wouldn't do it because there's no coherence right and even if we went ahead and did it then there would be repercussions for it because we didn't listen to ourselves intuitively right so right. yeah and people will completely That's disregard their intuition like a crazy amount of times until they realize okay right. my intuition actually has something <laughs> there that i need to focus on so oh wow definitely 
that's another thing that I want to work on. I always think about that whenever we're having a conversation, all these new things that I want to touch up on and improve. Uh, listening to my intuition. If I get red, mostly in the regard of if I get a red flag about someone, I'll push it off. Mm. I'll say, it's okay. There's so many good things about them. Yeah, I used to do that too until it bit me in the ass. (laughs) And basically what will happen is that relationship will continue to move forward until something. It's It's a cyclical pattern, right? Like that thing you're pushing under the rug is only gonna come and manifest itself and permeate itself in a whole different form, and th- yeah. that's just like it's you're literally, it's literally a ticking time bomb. Like it's only gonna compound and get worse. <laughs> yes. So yeah, <laughs> have fun <laughs> if you don't want to deal with it. <laughs> like it's not fun at all. It's it's something not- that I don't wish upon anybody like at all so no and i i am going through this with in my own personal life but with my friend as well she she finally broke up with someone that gave her constant red flag and it took her way long and she stayed in this relationship way longer than she needed to and it's like think of all of that time that you missed out on with the wrong person yeah crazy you could have been spending it attracting the right person you know that's one because you created space for yourself you freed energy so that you could be who you needed to be to bring the right people into your life you know, mm-hmm. like there's so many other things that you could do with that energy yeah. <laughs> instead of wasted on a relationship or a toxic relationship that, you know, just isn't beneficial. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying you have to look at every relationship from a transactional perspective. That is not what I'm trying to emphasize. That was that something you were completely- working on, right? Yeah, because I always viewed relationships as I always attracted women (laughs) from a transactional standpoint um, for a bit because I placed my value as a man on what I could do extrinsically instead of me, instead of who I was intrinsically, right? And instead of realizing like who I was and being confident in that instead of being confident in what I had materialistically and just because I placed so much value on the extrinsic things I attracted people that only valued those things Mm. instead of the extrinsic and that instead of the intrinsic instead of who I was and that was a huge oh god it's not fun because you don't enjoy any relationship it's very shallow it's only one dimensional you can only converse or do things on one plane instead of being a full wholesome relationship that i truly enjoy where it talks about Mm -hmm. everything and you can talk about and be open about everything you know so yeah how that worked was i i had (laughs) a line that was crossed and it made me realize okay yo this is obviously not going as planned 
you are not enjoying any of this like you're not getting anything from it either and you're not acting like who you truly want to be and you're being used so what do we have to do to go back to you just being you and it was me just applying that it was like becoming aware of like who i was and placing value as who i was as a person mm. right and once i started doing that then i changed of course i changed yeah. right because instead of looking at life from a materialistic perspective i looked at life as everybody is a soul a perfect soul that is enjoying the human experience right with temporary mm. guests in this world and we're all having a completely different experience based off of the perceptions that we have and the environment we were raised in some people let their environments define them some don't some create their own environments and create their future based off mm-hmm. of what they deem is ideal and like all of these little things that i started to realize recognize and get as learning lessons from day-to-day activities and once i started to apply them it really changed everything the people that i attracted the conversations mm-hmm. i had the resources right. i needed to have you know and it's like for example with you like i intended to meet somebody again that was fresh that Aww. i could have conversations <laughs> like this with you know and really what i talked about like vrc was a social experiment for me cuz i wanted to see like if i could just find somebody that I could talk to about this without having that whole mask of reality kind of have to be there like things that we would normally judge or the human mind would think about like materialistic things also being a part of the equation like no like we can express ourselves and our personalities and who we are straight away as opposed to being so yeah, like focused looks. on everything that's else that's you know? huge as well yeah um that's why yeah. in vr chat you get rid of a lot of that judgment of people you're not necessarily like oh they look like this mm-hmm. they're probably this type of person you don't really get that yeah no i mean we still do to an extent right we always will but at the end of the day like the majority of it and what we bring from our current and like physical reality isn't brought into that mm-hmm. you know what I mean created reality that we have so absolutely absolutely my biggest thing though that I'm like curious to find out is like do we project our ideal selves mm. in like the avatars we wear or mm. you know what I mean how we act in VR like I don't know like or or is there something like within us that wants to bring out and express ourselves more in mm-hmm. these different worlds you know what i mean so i've always questioned and wondered and that's why i've been so like just on the fence about going into vr again because yeah. every action has a consequence right and it's like do i really want to enter this mm-hmm. life path of being in vr and i'm not saying anything is bad about vr but it's like for me personally like is the ideal self or ideal sanjeev mm-hmm go into VR you know what I mean like does he use VR consistently that like what is what does that look like and am I trying to mm-hmm. place a label on it am I judging people that go into it like is there anything mm-hmm. bad with it you know what I mean so that's something that I'm working on right now too 
right? It's like these. I know it's something so small, okay. but I've like I've really started to become aware of these decisions and like my actions, per se, having consequences, because something there is like still there's still something there that I'm thinking about.、Mm. You know, I don't know, but it's just me.、Mm-hmm. I like that.、Mm. I've kind of been going on that route too. And I don't feel like, especially with some of the avatars,、um, mm. and just the way that you are portrayed,、mm-hmm. right? Like, oh, hot gamer girl, you know, or just something like that isn't really who I am as a person. And I'm not sure if it. It's like you. It's this is something that I really like doing. If I go into a situation. That I'm iffy about. I'm just like, is my ideal、yeah. self doing this? What would my higher self do in this situation? I like asking myself that question because I usually immediately know the answer. Yeah.、Um, some- Wait, that's insane that you bring this up. Yeah. Because that I watched a video literally today. I talked about this. Really, like, exactly the words that you talked、really? about. It was Mark Houghton, and he opened up a TikTok, but he posts his TikTok videos on YouTube, and I'm subscribed to his YouTube channel, and he posted that, and that's why I messaged you, like, yo, like check this guy's、oh, channel、right. out. I really like his content, and he posted a video that literally talks about that, like just putting questions to your higher self. Really, so that's insane that you bring it up. This it's actually crazy. That's amazing! I love doing that. You should try it out sometime.、Um, it's just like an easy way to already immediately know if that aligns with you, at least for me.、Um, and something I wanted to touch on: you were saying how you attracted these people. That you didn't like because、mm-hmm. there were things that you didn't work on personally. A lot of the times,、yeah. people are just like, "Oh, they're a bad person. They're toxic. Like, they're bad, and I'm the good person." But there is a reason why you attracted them into your life. You、yeah. didn't have things that you needed to work on yourself. Or blind spots yourself, they would not have matched you in that current timeline. They were a match to you. So, what does that say about you? Exactly. Yeah, you nailed it right there. Perfect. Is <laughs> <laughs> it's all about your current state of being, right, and how you view yourself, and. And what you're thinking, right? Your thought process and everything. Like I, I put so much. The reason being, I'll be straight to the point and honest. Was like I put so much emphasis on the externals because I thought I didn't. I wasn't confident in what, like who I was. You know what I mean? I was so confident in trying to make up for who I was. In the material sense, in terms of accomplishments, and 
I because I started to become more aware of that, I was able to work on that, and things changed mm-hmm. rapidly from that. You know, people go through it all the time. Like I mentioned it to you earlier, it's called the it's the dark night of the soul. We go through these phases of what we deem as depression, but in reality, it's just us literally just breaking mm-hmm. out of a previous mold of who we were. You know, we think people some days like we as humans happens like the cycles happen in our life like one cycle that's really apparent to us is we call it a midlife crisis and how we view it is that the majority of the world are people especially in uh let's say first world countries for lack of a better terms they'll display it as like a guy buying a brand new car you know what i mean a sports car the guy that's older doing it because he's having a quote-unquote midlife crisis and it's an identity crisis right that's just what it is like you you have this cycle of like you lose your identity or you don't know what you're going after anymore there's no clarity in your life so you go through that cycle of like questioning everything questioning who you are questioning what's real what's Mm -hmm. fake in terms of your relationships and just evolving into the person you desire to be and choosing Mm. the life path that you want to undertake right yeah it's very important super important that we go through that but we label it as negative and or we'll start to give people drugs you know instead of learning to deal with it and learning to realize what the emotion is and Mm. where it's stemming from and what the root cause of it is we'll try to put a blanket over the issue instead of handling it from a different perspective and that's why i'm super into holistic nutrition and medication because i know that we have the ability to heal ourselves but we we don't we really don't um we try to rely on we just we're dependent too much on the system on people on various different things instead of being independent on who we are you know what i mean and having belief in ourselves and it's crazy to me it's absolutely crazy but at the end of the day like who you are as an individual like i said you attract people like you and so next thing you know you'll have a group and the group will turn into a community and the community will turn even larger and next thing you know you have a whole movement that's around a central ideology right and that's a pendulum pendulum. (laughs) exactly crazy eh? crazy how it works oh wow yes oh my gosh um yeah so to touch on what you said you're very good at wrapping things together like you can go on a really big speech but you always <laughs> tie it to the thing that you said in the beginning i really appreciate that but yes yeah it's actually a good thing to go through a crisis to go through that pain of realizing um changing your mentality right changing your perspective of how you view yourself or the world right when you have that feeling of oh wow i am my life is halfway gone Mm -hmm. what have i done with it am i who i want to be is this the life that i want to live that is amazing and i have never thought of it in that way until you just brought it up now sanji of because that's what i did when i healed 
that is the exact mind process that mm-hmm. I went through. Crazy, I was like, eh? look Crazy. at my life. What am I doing? This isn't who I want to be. Mm. And that right there is what it was the starting point of Easy. the most amazing growth filled year of my life. But we label that as negative. We have a stereotype mm-hmm. of it just being this stupid old dad thing. Crazy, yeah. Wow. And, and I think never about really that. looked at it. It's all because of what we label it as and how the media portrays it. And that applies to so much more, right? When it comes down to relationships and even little things like if a guy is nice to a girl, we now consider them a simp. But in reality, it could just be a guy that's actually kind, that gen- is being genuine, uh. right? But now it's gotten to a point where because yes. we betrayed kindness as quote-unquote simp behavior, some girls are automatically, they retract themselves emotionally from a guy because of that. And then next thing you know, it'll be years down the line and because they've been so caught up in that mindset they'll question themselves and be like like, where are the nice guys like where are those good guys that i was supposed to get but in reality it's like they declined them like they pushed them aside right for guys that treated them badly (laughs) and isn't that insane like you're you're now it's crazy to me it really just shows you the mentality that people have and yeah it's very paradoxical is that a word paradoxical yes it is it's a paradox because we rely so much on let's say mainstream media or we consume so much info that we don't actually ever question what's being shown to us and we don't question the labels that we place on things like why do we call you know what i mean these depressive states bad like why do we think of them as bad maybe mm-hmm. it's because there's not there's no coherence with what we're doing right now and where we know we should be wow. right wow so there's just there's so much more to it that we aren't aware of wow. that i think we really need to wake up yes. to and when you start to be more aware then these little labels or these emotional imbalances won't phase you that much you'll just realize hey i just need to work on this oh gosh. and you'll reach that equilibrium and you'll be able to grow easier and that cycle when you're finally aware of it when the cycle comes again like you know like hey i just need to work on something and it won't bother you as much and you're just gonna grow <laughs> and grow and grow until you reach your ideal self and that ideal self will have everything and be everything that you envisioned them to be wow. or yourself to oh, be wow. you know that's big so yeah looking at your depression or anxiety or whatever it may be as oh this is just something i need to work on oh this is something that i want to spend some time on like that is the shift people who are quote-unquote healed or happy they still have those thought processes that go through someone who who is maybe depressed or anxious 
but they just go at it from the mentality of oh this is something that I need to work on and that's how they view it yeah it's a completely different shift of mindset right like they realize that these feelings are just an indication that they need to work on something there's something that's of discoherence in their life you know whether it's like a relationship whether it's like they need to be work on their physical self in terms of health you know what i mean like there's something there that they've just not become conscious of that they pushed under the rug yeah and so it's manifested itself as a emotional imbalance and that can be something that we label as depression or anxiety or any other label yeah. you know wow wait that sucks wait that really sucks that yeah. we just dismiss that and just say oh we'll just take this drug you're missing out on something so amazing you're missing out on such an amazing revelation you're missing out on that part of you being like oh being aware of it being aware and being like wait this is something that i should work on yeah you're getting rid of that and you're numbing you're it <sighs> you don't even get the benefit and you're not growing. You're just numbing yourself <gasps> no! to the pain and now no! you're experiencing life more <sighs> <laughs> oh it's just experiences in life so when you have the experiences you can become aware of the experiences and from there your perspective will shift you know so it's all, exactly yes. new, new perspective exactly so <laughs> all it takes is a little shift in awareness and a little shift of how you view something to completely change your life right there's no need to oh, put a label wow. on yourself there's no need to label others like there's no need to hinder your own progress like as i said sir we all are in control of who we are in this very moment right we're all in control of the emotions we feel and how we react to situations i'm not saying you have to numb yourself to anything it's just that you should be more aware of what your body is trying to tell you right what your heart is trying to tell you Right? Instead of just solely focusing on your mind and trying to derive the greatest amount of return from every situation or from people or whatever. Like, no, that's right. not that's not how we're supposed to live. Like <laughs> because of that mindset, that's that judgmental mindset is what caused this whole cycle in the first place of trying to put a label on these feelings that of unease that we now label as anxiousness, that we label as depression, that we label as ADHD. Whatever it may be, it's just <laughs> we're the ones that cause the right. problems, right? And at the end of the day, like everybody has their own unique thing that they need to work on. That's why it's very difficult to just subscribe like a medication to somebody and let them take it and believe that it'll fix everything because that's really <laughs> not the case. Like at the end of the day, what people really need is like a truly yeah. deep conversation. Yeah with somebody and for them to be like holy shit really? that, i've had this so many times like i feel like in a completely different life path i like went down this route of like becoming <laughs> like a holistic counselor where like i just oh, i just talk to I people can... yeah i literally just talk to people and we just converse and we work through whatever they're dealing with and instead of me being like yo like here take these drugs it's like nah man like let's let's talk like let's see what you truly want to work on let's see like ideally who do you want to be and let's make you get to the point where you 
understand why you want to be that person and then make you also realize okay like understanding what qualities you have to embody in order to get to that ideal goal that you have right but not placing it on a pedestal like being detached enough from it yeah. where you know that goal that just doesn't define you yeah. it's just like a direction that you want to head towards for example like with me Sarah I'm not defining my life off of the goals that I have for example with the technologies that I made you become aware of tonight in our conversation I'm not saying like if I don't do these things my life isn't going to be fulfilled I just know that I would derive a lot mm-hmm. of pleasure in helping the world on that scale right am I saying that I'm never going to be happy if I don't do anything of that magnitude no not at all it's just that I know that I appreciate and I value helping others a lot and helping others brings me a lot of joy so why not do it on a large scale that helps a lot of people instead of just individuals i want to get to that point right i want to get to that point where i can help a massive group of people i want to take care of the whole not just myself not just my friends or my family like the actual whole of a group you know and that that to me brings me a lot of right. pleasure just thinking about it. it's like wow that's crazy cool and it it all starts from these small little things like think about this somebody's going to hear this one day or in the future and be like whoa like that's crazy i never thought of you know what i mean i never thought of it that way and their life can change on the spot that completely so just because of this conversation yeah. so we're doing it even on a micro scale you know even if it's just on a micro scale exactly. but at the end of the day one person heard it and they're going to talk about it to another person and the next it's thing you know it'll just grow from there exactly it's a pendulum in the making that's oh it's a pendulum right? in the making oh like that yeah. and yes yeah. sanjeev i can totally see you being that person i the holistic yes, counselor and you the holistic <laughs> counselor i can totally see that like you are the only person more than my therapist that i have actually gained a lot of insight on myself from a conversation no one mm. has ever helped me grow and wow. reflect That's as an honor. much as you I'm have. I'm really happy I was able to help you that much. And as I said, there's there's a lot more to come. Like you have so much more within you to grow into, right? And yeah, it's just the start of your Guys, path. I'm so excited. Right? It's a whole new so chapter excited. you're turning into. And it... the biggest the biggest thing, Sarah, like as to why I didn't kind of pursue that path was because i think that certain like you can't just go and try to force something with somebody right like right. i truly believe that like, you meet the right people at the right time and of course right. like you meet like you get the messages you need to at the right time you know so i feel like that's remember that woman that i talked about who called me out on everything yes. like in the first 20 minute of the conversation yes. that was the most blissful thing that happened to me in a conversation in a very long time at that present right. moment because as i mentioned my perspective on the world is that you meet the right people at the right time and the experiences that you are currently going through 
are what you need to go through in order for you to learn so that you can grow right. you know so yeah i just my ideology wasn't like i can go pay somebody and they will fix me or help me mm-hmm. heal like it was like no like a simple conversation with your neighbor mm-hmm. you know what i mean or somebody that you randomly meet right definitely exactly conversations for me heal me in ways that mm-hmm. any youtube video any audio book any therapy session like more than any of those things ever could for me i'm not sure why or what it is about just a one on one conversation but it just has been the thing that always gave me so much insight more than anything else that's why i love podcasts that is why i absolutely adore podcasts it's something about the intimacy as well as it as well it's not just some guy lecturing you it's not some guy that you've never really met before some random therapist or book you know something about the one-on-one conversation it just is so impactful to me and i love the flow of it i love the flow you can touch on so many areas anything and everything you don't feel restricted and it's just it's a great way for me to learn i mean i'm a pretty extroverted person as well but um that's why i just love it so much i'm so excited oh thank you so much i'm so glad that i'm so glad that i met you and you're willing to record with me because oh you're amazing like Honestly, you need your own podcast. You need your own you like I know you do YouTube videos, but you just have this amazing thing about you like I said that I haven't really found in anyone else of a powerful conversation and you can really heal people through that. And I don't know if you'll ever use that in any way, but I hope you can. yeah hey i'm working on it you know like there's so much more deeper things that i have to think about as well like why why was i deflecting not going into becoming like a holistic counselor was not only let's take away like the sides of how i perceived it and the label assigned to it but like even the um the transactional side of it too right like maybe i was overthinking the transactional side of like oh i am charging people to talk to me like why you know what i mean like all of those things like there's a lot there that i need to work on too that i'm currently working through you know and if i go down that path ever in the future of course like these are things that i'm going to have to work through and i'm going to go through the dark night of the soul you know where i question and have those emotions come up that i have to deal with right mm-hmm. and but overall it'll help me grow into the person i need to be to take on that life path right 
So it all just depends. And I'm sure inevitably in this lifetime, I feel like in one way or another, I will use that ability to connect with somebody emotionally Mm -hmm. and understand what they're going through and provide intuitively what they need to hear, you know? So it'll come with time in ways, shapes, and forms that I'm sure I can't even imagine now. And I'm sure I'll be guided to do so, right? It'll all just happen in perfect synchronicity and perfect timelines that we're Mm -hmm. both not even aware of right now. Right? So we'll see where it goes. It is exciting. And it's like what you mentioned, like there's no need to have like a fully written out book of what's gonna happen for your life, right? Yeah. You might as well definitely. just enjoy the ride to where you believe and see yourself being. Right? Right. It's the stories, Sarah, that we enjoy sharing, right? right? It's the stories that me and you talk yeah. about that I share about the past, that you share about your past, learning lessons. That's what makes the conversation interesting. If we both knew specifically the exact timeline of what was going to happen, then it would make the stories quite boring. It would make life quite boring. So why not enjoy the spontaneity of life, right? And enjoy yes. receiving the gifts of life on a day-to-day basis and being grateful for them. That's beautiful. It's like, would you want to know the ending of a movie before you watched it? Absolutely. And every time I knew the ending of a movie before watching it, I don't think I ever watched it. Okay. (laughs) What's the fun in that? Exactly. There's no fun in it. But sometimes, like, some movies, we know the whole storyline. For example, with Marvel movies, we know that it's a typical hero action-based storyline but we watch it because we know the journey will be enjoyable to be a part of the process exactly exactly and that's what makes it super enjoyable and that's what makes life super enjoyable right that process and i feel like when you finally hit a goal or an achievement that you've been looking up to or that you've intended to get to for a long time like you start to realize like all the little things were just illusions yeah. all the little stories that we told ourselves like yeah. every all the reasons why we didn't believe we shouldn't get to where we were all of it was just illusions that we created and at the end of the day like you realize like it just we just made it up and you just enjoyed the process of getting and accomplishing a goal like it was fun you know (laughs) and i think that's that's where we derive a lot of pleasure Mm -hmm, definitely it's funny to look back on it i know that there's so many things right now i can look back on and just think wow all of these things that i created in my mind that i thought were things holding me back they weren't even true it was just me having creating scenarios and creating outcomes that i didn't even know would happen you know that's what happens a lot with anxiety and um, you're creating a scenario that oh. you think will happen but you don't even know what it'll, if it'll happen and usually it doesn't and i already so worried about the future so worried about it for like just for reasons unknown to us because we want to take control of it 
but in reality like that future timeline that we envision or the thing we're worried about will usually not happen (laughs) so why did we just waste all of that energy you know i mean leading up to that event being so anxious when we could have just used that energy towards something that would be more beneficial you know it's crazy it's literally insanity they touched on that in the book reality transfer acceptance of your emotions right now and not just fighting it and saying oh i wish i wasn't in this spot i wish i was somewhere else i wish i was that because in doing so you are attracting that i really liked this in the book it's when you focus on, and you try to avoid what you don't want that attracts that to you instead of avoiding yeah. it you need to ignore it and think about how that exactly happens with everything too right like even in oh wait did you say ignore it you mean like surrender to it and no um in it's in the book it talks about in let's say you're hyper fixated on not being broke right you don't want to be broke you don't want that you have to be as rich as possible in doing so you see everyone who is not doing well everyone who's um not successful and just in shitty jobs you'll like you'll your focus will be on that negative thing that you don't want and in doing so that will be more attracted into your life but if you just don't even acknowledge that part because you're so focused on let's say your growth or just the little steps that you're taking where your focus is is what you will attract even if that's a negative Mm. thing absolutely yeah You nailed it right there. And it's super important to be aware of what you're focused on, positive or negative. And fear and negative emotions are way stronger because they will persist for way longer, right? Like we're just wired to be more aware of fear. So being able to realize it and then reprogram it so that we're focused on more positive, beneficial things will completely shape our reality. Like imagine if you right now moving forward for the rest of your life only held the highest form of thought in your head the end result who you needed to be the qualities of the person you wanted to become and you only thought about that and you're only aware of that like think about how substantially different your life would be a month from now a year from now 10 years from now right instead of being so fixated on the negatives if you were aware enough to realize wait this isn't impacting me the way that i would like my mind to impact me think about how much (laughs) you could change your life around right i like that that's kind of my goal for the end of the summer it's to Mm. be a lot more aligned 
with the person that I envision myself to become. I know who that person is and I know I've known who that person was for a very long time and I've just slowly been making the steps toward becoming and if I hold that in my mind and I remember each day who I want to be and show up as her much your life will change if you just hold on to that absolutely I like that I like that you nailed it down perfectly (laughs) and there's no other way to live why live in pessimism when you can live in optimism why live in negativity when you can live in love you know you can that's the thing you can you have the choice exactly you do have the choice and that was something that a mentor told me a long time ago and i never Mm. really understood it at the time it was like you have the choice and the freedom to choose your emotional state and your feelings and who you want to be and just how you are right now and at the time like i never understood that and he when he explained that to me I was so, I just didn't understand. It didn't make any sense to me. But now it's like, wow, Mm. like you really do have control over your emotional state. And it makes sense why you want to have control over it and to be aware of it. Because think about how much more efficient you can live your life. And with that excess amount of energy you now have, you can create Mm. a whole different life as opposed to living in the past and putting yourself in a box mm-hmm. and getting into that same cycle, right? So what's the point of that? What's the point of living in that limited perspective right. and limiting in that limited life when you can live a life truly accustomed to your dreams, you know? Yeah. And you can. You can choose to do that. You have the power to do that. And not no, many people not at all. think about not that. All. But slowly but surely, mm-hmm. we will get to that point, right? Slowly and surely, the tides will come and people mm-hmm. will become more aware. And it's just small things like this. It's like this little conversation that we're having right now, you know? And <laughs> it's the pendulums that are being created right now that benefit the world. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a goal. Create good pendulums. Yeah. How do you say it? Pendulum? Pendulum. Pendulum? Pendulum. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I guess we could give more context to what that is. Like if someone's listening. Yeah, it's like the news, for example, creates pendulums because it's trying to create emotional let's say i don't want to call it turmoil but at the end of the day the news really is the majority of it is just really negative so it's trying to oh this was an example enable a person yeah basically make it so that you're now invested into this traumatic event that's happening and now a lot of your emotions are going towards what is currently happening and you may become a victim to it whatever it may be and these pendulums are created because mass people will also start to view the content and a lot of emotional energy will all just come together and compound and it creates this huge 
just say pendulum of emotions that are going back and forth between people and it's mm. basically a game that where you you win yes. by not playing it at yeah. all you become aware of what they're trying to do of mm -hmm. the energy that they're trying to take from you of the negativity that's being pushed out of there you know and what they're trying to i don't want to say program us to be like but at the end of the day like for example with uh what we talked about earlier in the conversation yeah. right with the labels that we place onto people or for example small things like guys being nice now being labeled as simps or a midlife crisis as an example to be used towards um, a reason as to why right. feeling bad is yeah. is something that we need to treat with medications instead of just realizing that it's us you know what I mean? <laughs> Basically trying to evolve, like these little things. So it takes us away mm -hmm. from that emotional energy that we can use towards yeah. growth. Exactly. And yeah, that's what a pendulum is. It's basically just distractions, unnecessary distractions and emotional energy drainers. That's all. Or it could be looked at in a positive light, though, like a group of like-minded individuals all in that same wavelength sharing that same like positive mentality just like group like it can be seen as a mm -hmm. good thing as well and something i really liked that they Absolutely. said in the book was um don't play the game like don't get sucked up into the game of the pendulum and it's funny when you look at that because when we look at our mm -hmm. life situations, apparent, mm -hmm. especially the bad ones, the ones that involve negative pendulums, we are, it's, oh. it's so serious. Yeah, it's yeah. like, oh my God, this is so serious. Oh, they're terrible. Oh my God. Ah. Okay. But it's like, <laughs> don't play the game of it. It's a game. It's literally a game. To become as conscious and aware as possible it it'll only get easier and easier um yeah one thing that i wanted to just bring up you don't have to really talk about it if you don't want but you talked about what was it like you mentioned like a past life as uh the therapist guy right do you believe in therapy no do you believe in past lives <laughs> i i had this dream one time this is completely just crazy but i was like i basically set an intention of like i would love to see a previous lifeline the life that i lived and I, in my dream i was literally in the egyptian times and i was working together with individuals that basically yeah, oh my god sounds insane but but it was like i was working together on mm -hmm. the pyramids you know what i mean and then i had other dreams in various different situations and mm -hmm. civilizations that just really changed mm -hmm. my perspective it was like holy shit like this is a potential and one individual joe dispenza basically had this crazy experience where he was a philosopher um, that was preaching and talking about basically helping humans mm. basically what he's doing now but in ancient civilization and he was killed yeah. for it in that dream 
uh, crazy enough. But yeah, it was very interesting. So in terms of reverting back to the original question, um, I don't know. To be honest with you, I'm open-minded to it. Potentially in the sense of maybe as a soul, we've been to this earth multiple times and throughout each experience, it that may be, be really cool. that we are trying to reach our highest potential meaning like yeah where as like every time we come we're blank slate we still go through the same cycles of I life like trying that. to overcome cool. what we came in a previous life with the end goal of us being and reaching that highest potential mm. meaning we come yeah meaning we completely mm. act out of who we are destined to become you know reaching that like end all be all state and i'm not saying like we have to derive all of our happiness from being at that end point but it's like overcoming everything you know and just reaching that state of pure bliss like for example um with the original starting point of this whole topic of like becoming a holistic quote-unquote counselor um being able to apply that to a scale that i desire you know what i mean like of course like when you start something there's little illusions that we create or facades in our head that we create yes. of fear of being judged of this sad and the third but mm. i think it's important because at the end of the day like we are the ones that place the box around ourselves right we define who we are based off of what we're doing but you don't have to really do that at all you can break out of the box and become who you be so yeah, I think <laughs> this is very far off from the original point of this topic, but I, to an extent, yes, right? To an extent, yes, I do. I do believe in it, but we'll see, you know, who knows, who knows, but that's just, that's just kind of how I like to perceive it. Like, yes, we, we've been on this earth multiple times before as a same soul we've experienced the human or we've had the human experience but at the end of the day it's the same cycles that we go through to try to learn and to grow and to reach like that pinnacle i guess of our ideal self and we will constantly go through life over and over again until we finally learn and apply and become who we need to be until we can just relax and rest and choose not to come back I don't know. That's my perspective. That's an interesting perspective. I don't think I've heard of one quite like that. Cool. Well, mm -hmm. you know how I am. Unique. Yes, you're very, <laughs> very unique. It's very enjoyable to hear everyone's different perspectives and take a little bits and pieces from it, you know. Um, maybe so you're weird. not... And just having an open mind about things like i love hearing anything and everything you know i'm not gonna try to completely close off one specific topic just based off of my own prior knowledge or experience i try to be as open-minded as possible and just listen to the new perspective and see if there's any value that i could get out of it yeah Absolutely. And it usually is. It usually is. It usually is. Because you're open enough to receive it, right? You're not closed-minded. 
and that's the difference that's a shift yeah. in perspective you have crazy, crazy hey? okay all right this is kind of perfect time to wrap it up because i literally see a spider right in front of me that i need to catch and put outside so oh i'm gonna put the microphone down you can say goodbye to craig and we'll go from there okay <laughs> okay okay no get right. catch the spider well thank you so much go go catch a spider goodbye <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be here but okay you're here okay but yeah so that was an, a very enjoyable conversation i don't know how long we were talking but i loved every minute of it so thank you so much and yeah i'm so uh what was i gonna say no i always enjoy our conversations and yeah just thank you so much for sharing your time with me you're probably catching the spider and can't talk. <laughs> yes, thank you so much. All right. That is the new perspective.